Each week on the New Hope Podcast, you'll hear messages and stories that are built on the bedrock of God's truth and discover practical ways to apply the gospel to your life and relationships. Thanks for listening and being a part of the New Hope family. Good day. This is Jason Collins from New Hope Baptist welcoming you to Deep Dive. Yes, I'm here in place of Dan and uh, I'm extremely nervous. So if you're here hearing my voice, don't run away. We're excited that you're here listening to us, and you also might hear some noise in the background because, thankfully, we're having some AC units replaced, and so you might oh, hear some amen. of that. Yeah, <laughs> getting some of that heat dispelled yeah. from the worship center, so you might hear some of that, but we're so glad that you are here with us as we dive deep into Refined Living on right. Purpose. Pastor was bringing the word Sunday from 1 Peter 4, 7 through 11, and right, uh, right off the bat, Pastor, I'm going to ask you... Give us your full eschatology <laughs> on the Lord's return. As he says, be alert, keep mindful. Oh, I'm just yeah. kidding. We're not going to dive into that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank but you. no, yeah, you're diving into living on purpose. Right. And we looked at two purposes or two possibilities of living life. Right. Existing. Yeah. And being on purpose. Yeah. Give yep. us a little bit more on yep. that. Yeah. So, I, you know, and I think it's real easy to get... Um, into sucked into just existing because life starts taking over, taking kids to five different sporting events, mm. taking care of your home, your business, I mean, work, life and all. So it's real easy. And I kind of compared it to the undertow of an ocean on Sunday. To me, that's that's a good analogy, at least the one I can understand, because you can't see it, but yet it's real. And if we're not purposeful as believers, uh, then we will get taken un, taken away by that undertow. Life, in other words, will drive us. Uh, and I would even go so far as to say, if you're not living on purpose, living out of the purpose on, of Christ as a day-to-day choice, that um, you and I will not only get taken by the undertow, <clears throat> but, but we will also live by impulse. We'll begin to live by things that are not of the values that God calls us to live by. So, yeah, in essence, it's the undertow uh, of life. And then the, the living on purpose, of course, yep. is is choosing to live yeah. following Christ. You get stuck in that rut of yep. just living moment to moment for the things that you've got to get done. Right. What is my next thing that I have to get done? Yes. And you get stuck in that, and that is difficult to get out of. It can be. And You're exactly right. So so I would say, Jason, I would add to that. I, I love this definition of a rut. You brought that mm. word up. It's a grave with the ends kicked out. Oh. I, I, heard, I don't know where nice. I heard that years ago. But, but A bit of wisdom drop yeah, right there. Yeah. Very good. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Now, when you were talking about existence, I also thing that came to my mind was, those of us that just don't find that we're living for any kind of purpose, we're just existing. I'm feeling like right. all I'm doing is existing in this world. Exactly and right. There's so much more to life. Oh than yes, just existing. Yes, and you know what's what's funny is I think even a non-believer knows it when they're in it. Uh, they can just feel it down their bones when when they don't have direction in life. People, I think people get depressed over and anxi- anxious over it. You, you, you will exhibit things in life because you are simply going, you're, you're getting taken away by the undertow. Mm-hmm. So you may not be able to define it exactly or know the source of it. Right. it, it can, and that's why relationships, by the way, that's a whole nother conversation. Yep. Relationships in the body can be very helpful from that standpoint to say, hey, Jason, or hey, Keith, uh, I'm seeing this in your life. You're getting taken away by the undertow. Mm. Uh, of just existing and you're you seem to be drifting you know we we need those voices in our life that are, are uh, loving love us enough to be honest absolutely the the mentor 
yeah. mentee, if you will, of, right. of seeing, speaking truth and speaking love yes. into us. Um, and then you get into, okay, stay alert. Yeah. As you are um, living on purpose, stay right. alert. And I, when I first read this and was listening to it, I was thinking of a child standing on the corner of his yard waiting for the ice cream man. Just right. staying. His, his, <laughs> yeah. his eyes are alert. But it's so much more than just having our eyes up. It's right. so much more than just being looking out for the one coming. Yes. That's, a, that's the passive approach. Yes. It is so much more active than that. A- absolutely. Matter of fact, the word as we talk about Sunday means be watchful, not just look. There's a difference between, as you're pointing out, yep. difference between looking and being actually watchful. So if I'm standing on the corner for using your analogy, I yep. like that analogy, by the way, because that brings back flashbacks Absolutely. When, the, when, when all the ice cream trucks. Yeah. Somebody that's going to be a trumpet sounding, yeah. they're going to be looking up. So. Yeah, right. So your, the ice cream truck analogy, uh, I've heard the sound before, you know, Pavlov's dogs almost like yeah. kids. You've been trained to, to, you know, salivate for the ice cream because you've experienced something. And that's the same thing with Christ, mm. by the way. Uh, not Pavlov's dog. That's not a good analogy for him. But uh, when you experience a purposeful life, I've never met anybody who says, I want to go back to mm, uh, the undertow yeah. of just simply existing. When you experience a purposeful life. And by the way, living a purposeful life, and Peter, the book of First Peter attests to this, that doesn't mean it's an easy life. It mm. could, matter of fact, opposite. it can be the opposite. Yeah. It, it, it can just give you the power in Christ to deal with. Uh, the challenges in that, and you you receive purpose and joy even mm-hmm. in the midst of your pain sometimes, uh, because you're you have a purpose and a direction through Christ. Absolutely, and you yeah. get into that later in your sermon of yep. not doing this under our own power, right? But under the power of Christ and right. and following Him, being filled with Him. Get yep. that in a second. Okay, so, and then then you start getting okay. So now we're being alert as we're being actively seeking Him and following Him. That is that we are now being asked to love others. Right. Agape love. And right. most of us have heard that. If we've grown up in church, we've heard that right. word before. Right. But this is is a very deep, as you say, it's a very deep, yes. intentional word. Love That's word. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and you go into first how even difficult that is for those that we are closest with. Right. Our loved ones, yes. our, our spouses even, and you uh-huh. mentioned that, our children even. <laughs> right. I got asked recently who my favorite child was <laughs> by the students. Don't say it. No, and of course not. Of course I don't have a favorite child. Child, yeah. as I roll my eyes, but no, right, I, right. it's it's it difficult even for our ones that we're closest to. Yeah, um, and then you go you go into uh, the good news of how God can restore right our closest relationships yeah. even through our failures. Yes, um, yeah, and I, lo- I love that that imagery of cover over because yes. what the verse you're referring to says love, agape love, covers over a multitude of sins, and it doesn't just mean. Ignore it. That's not what that means. It means to recover, to replace what sin has damaged in your relationship. So Mm -hmm. I I also go back to the word itself. And I know that New Hope served me to do this a hundred times. And matter of fact, the churches I've served at and I've always taught, I I got a plaque with those three characteristics on it from somebody when I when I left one church and went to another because it had been ingrained on them what agape love really means. And I think that is key as well to really grasp and understand what the Bible means by love yeah. versus what our culture means. Because we yeah. always, of course, again, when we say love, we we can use it in the same sentence, I love my wife, I love pizza. Exactly. And, and yep. there's no real meat and distinction of mm-hmm. it. But yeah, it is that Christ's love that can recover, not your love or your ability, but what he can do in and through. So yeah. I think that's that's critical to to grasp as well. Yeah, I love that you you mentioned that and brought that out for any of us who are struggling with our relationships. Yeah, don't give up. 
Yes, amen. Keep seeking yes. Him. Keep looking right. out for Him. Allow right. Him to fill you right. for your for your intentional love yep. of those that that your relationships either hurt or maybe even completely broken. Right. Don't give yeah. up. Yeah. Don't give up. And if you don't know Him, mm. there's your source. There's a start. There's your place to start. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you get into okay, not just those that we love, but it's it's our neighbors. Right. We've got to love our neighbors. Even the difficult ones. Huh? Even the difficult ones. And, <laughs> yeah. and you talk a little bit about as we're giving hospitality, showing hospitality to others, you, you define that in a couple of different ways right. of what it means and what it looks like to show hospitality. So I was even on Facebook today, my mm -hmm. neighborhood Facebook page. Right? Oh, yeah. And that's always a fun place to be <laughs> and seeing yeah, the neighborly that, mine too. <laughs> the neighborly words that are right. passing between each other. Yeah. And just a gentleman who had, even as, as in one of my neighbors, the difficulty that he was having mm -hmm. of just being in the neighborhood. And right. several people just said, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah. So sorry that happened to right. you. And I was glad to see that that was, people were reaching out to him in that way, yeah. showing hospitality Some in that sympathy way. to, yeah, yeah, exactly. They were right. being alert, right. not just being right. passive. Right. They were diving in. So as Christians, right. though, we're, oh man, we're so called to be right. hospitable right. everywhere. Yeah. And, and you know what? What's interesting to me, and and I've got to, I'm not I'm not throwing stones when I say this kind mm. of stuff, but being being hospitable or practicing hospitality, it centers on your home. It did in the New Testament, and I believe that the same thing applies today. So it's kind of like what I was trying to bring out Sunday. How do you view your home? Let's just start with that. You know, we many of us because we're paying a mortgage on it, we view it as ours. And the truth is, biblically speaking, it's not yeah. yours, it's God's. Right, so it's are you using it? Exactly. Are you using it for his purposes or are you just using it? Uh -huh. So there's there's a there can be a big distinction. And you can, of course, go from your home that you live in to my time I have, my yeah. treasure I'm blessed with. How who's whose is it? I mean, mm -hmm. who do you really view that as? Is it really God? I mean, as a believer, do you? Re I mean, really get down to the <laughs> get right. down to truth in your own heart. Do you really view everything you have as God's? And, a, and if that's true, then ask Him how He wants you to use it. Exactly. It's so, all things that we have received as a gift, yes. as a blessing from Him, and He's asking for us to give that right back. That's right. To, that's right. To be to others, right? To use and right how we can reach out and be hospitable, but show Christ's love, agape love. Yeah. So, yeah, and and so to your to your point that mm -hmm. I hear there, it's not being hospitable for the sake of being hospitable. Right. It's hospitable the for the sake of Christ, exactly for the sake of what He can do with mm -hmm. it and the fruit He can bear and the joy. By the way, let me boomerang yeah. the joy you get to experience Absolutely. because He's used your home, your life, your time, your treasure to make a real difference in other people's lives. Yeah, you. You just—I don't know how to say it more. People that live that way, I've never seen them turn back and say, "I don't like making a difference." Yeah, in other people's lives. Yeah. Now it's not easy. There's challenges not to easy. it. Yep. You, you can get burned out if you're doing your own strength. We'll get to that. Yep. Uh, on and on I could go, mm -hmm. but but the um, point is, I've not known anybody who says I, I used to live a purposeful life in Christ, and I, I want to go back to just on on autopilot. Yeah. Once you have a taste of that true joy. Yes. Right. Of seeing life change, lives change, people change. That's right. Uh, for how God is using you for that. Yep. You want, as, you want to do it more and more. You want to be absolutely. active in that every day. Right. As imperfect as we are, that's when God's at his best. He takes, mm. you know, us crackpots and, and uses <laughs> us. I mean, really. Yeah. 
uses us for some yeah. amazing things. Yeah. So, and as Peter says, get over your grumbling. Yeah, <laughs> get over the grumbling first. Get past that. That was the first thing he mentions. Uh, yeah, get over the grumbling and be ready right. to see what God's going to use yeah. you to do. Uh, yeah, and let me reiterate, <laughs> grumbling is not a spiritual gift. Like no, I said no, Sunday, not at all. Some yeah. some some people you would you would some believers uh, you would kind of wonder mm-hmm. if they thought grumbling was an actual spiritual gift. And no, it's not. Check right. your Bible. Yeah. <laughs> I was told a joke so, a long time ago. Some of us are acting like we've been baptized in pickle juice for the yeah. way that we treat other people. That's right. Mm. That's right. Ouch. Okay. Yeah, right. So, yeah. So, we're getting past the grumbling and being ready to be used, to use the blessings and the gifts that right. God has given us. And then watch how God transforms, not just those around us, but even transforms us. Like you said, right. the joy right. that's going to change even us. And we can't do that in our yeah. own power. No, that's right. Cannot do that in our own power. And no matter how much I know that, I'm just amazed how many times I try doing things in my own strength. And so it, it, for me, it boils down when I start drifting away from Christ and I don't spend the time communing with him, talking. And I don't just mean in a prayer posture position. When I'm driving down the road, I'm on the highway, I can have one way to continue your mm-hmm. conversation throughout your day is to have scripture memorized and have this biblically based conversation with Christ uh, throughout your day. So it's the idea of pray without ceasing, for yeah. example, out of first Thessalon- mm-hmm. Th- Thessalonians, I'll get it out, mm-hmm. is not on your knees, eyes closed 24 seven. It's, it's connect and reconnect in a busy life because that text was people addressed in a busy life when yeah. Paul said, pray continually, pray without ceasing. And so when I do that, I'm not going to tend to rely on my strength. I'm going to experience his, and I'm going to know how stupid it is to rely on my own uh, more clearly. But when I drift from him, what have I got left? I've got myself, and mm-hmm. I tend to rely on self in that case. Yeah, when we're filling ourselves with him, right, our, his presence in us, we're going right. to begin, as we're staying alert, we're going to be able to see other people as he's seeing them. Yeah. We're going to see the purpose and reaching out to them and showing love right. to them, agape love. And he's going to give us the power to do that. Yes. That is living yes. on yeah. purpose. Yeah. And no let's, let's define, before we leave the topic yeah, yeah. here, let's define what that means to let him fill sure. us. How do you do that? You read his, I mean, I'm going to go to yeah. the basics. You read his word, reflect on his word, and you respond to his word. We yes. talked about that Sunday. Uh, another way is get engaged in a local community of faith. And by engaged, I don't mean just simply attend. I mean, get engaged, Plugged build in. relationships mm-hmm. in the body of Christ that will challenge you, walk with you, help you, and you can do the same. It's this community uh, approach. So those are two big components of God filling you with his strength and power, his presence. Uh, and without those two things, I don't see many believers that do that consistently. Yeah, absolutely. Because we have, not only working under his power and operating right. from his power, but we're also coming alongside each other, building each other exactly up. Exactly right. Edifying each other. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. All by his plan, his design that's, for that's his church. Exactly right. And, and by the way, that's not just a, it's, it's a New Testament community is a New Testament concept developed more fully but in the Old Testament, it's always been true. Mm. Faith following God, even in the Old Testament, before, before Christ came into the world, they did it by synagogue. They did it by temple. They did the, It was community even in the Old Testament. So our roots as believers, Christians, go back to the old, which is also very communal mm. uh, in nature in terms of our faith walk. And we have a place for you here at yeah. New Hope. As I'm gonna close the door because I'm hearing some noise outside uh, with the AC. Thank you, Jesus. But yeah, yeah. Um, we have a place for you yeah. and a hope group for you. And yeah. 
Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Hope groups and places to get engaged and minister make a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Well, Pastor, as we wrap up, thank yeah. you for allowing me to do this. But, oh, yeah. Um, just to sum up everything, choosing to be beyond just living, existing, get right. beyond just existing right. in the rut of the day-to-day of whatever it might, the next thing might be, yep. be alert to what God right. has for you each and every moment to make a difference in right. Him. He's going to fill you with His power. Right. He's going to see His name glorified, and your life is going to be purposeful. It's going to make a difference. Yeah. A- amen. Living on purpose. Yeah. Now, before we go, you got to say for us one more time, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. It was hard. Yeah, and then the, then that other one, I, I had I had it written out on yes. how to pronounce that other one. I won't even try that one without notes. Right. But, I, yeah, I'm not going to try it. Sri either. Lanka. I got that yeah. one. I think that's right. I'm hoping it is. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> I might, what did I say the first time? Sri Lanka or something? I don't even know what I, <laughs> I, don't I don't even know. Want to call it. But I got we all get a chuckle. It was, uh, it was right. great. Yeah. Oh, you'll get plenty of chuckles when I when I speak because I'll I'll definitely mispronounce things. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Pastor, thank you for <laughs> yeah. having me. To My pleasure. And thank you, today. Jason. Yeah, thank yeah. you for stepping in. Yeah, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Absolutely. New Hope as we dive back in to God's Word yeah. from our services here at New Hope. Have a blessed day.